Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Think Tank Sports. Think Tank Sports, where we think and you listen. Check us out on the socials, if you would, please. Facebook, Twitter, and the IG. Listen to us on Spotify for podcasters or wherever you get your podcasts. Except Stitcher. Just going to keep plugging that until it gets to the end of I August. I nominate that this is the last time. <laughs> but anyway. That's fair. Um, <laughs> our tens of fans are not listening on Stitcher, but if you are, we won't be there. Um, and watch us on YouTube as we uh, go through this. Uh, Mike's got his giant stuff on as it is the last day of July and baseball is going on and baseball is, you know, holding its own, you know, trade deadline. We're going to talk about that. We're talking about baseball here, by the way, not football. Um Baseball trade deadline, uh, lots of compelling storylines, but football is starting to creep its way in. And, you know, you got things like Aaron Rodgers making comments about Sean Payton's comments and everybody's getting well, their panties do, in a bunch. Let's do what they call a cold open in the business. You don't need to say hi to me. Everyone knows they're here for the talent. I got it. I appreciate it. At me with your love. Uh, speaking <laughs> of football news. I don't know if you caught this. I just caught it coming into the podcast studio myself. Uh, Clemson and Florida State heading to the Big Ten um, in the next year or two. That will effectively end the ACC, I believe, and be the beginning of um, also Oregon going to go to the Big Ten. But I was more focused with you and Syracuse and the ACC. We're going to have two. The SEC and the Big Ten, two power conference, super conferences, and that's it. Everyone said it was coming in the next 10 years. It's coming in the next three. You look a little shocked there. Uh, uh, well, I well I am because <laughs> I, I think one of the things, um, you know, that they were talking, well, I guess it was the ACC, you know, commissioner saying that, oh, they were looking to add teams, you know, not right away, but it was – Definitely something that they were they were looking oh, at. at. Mike, where are you seeing this? Uh, where did I see that? I saw that on Twitter. Let me see if I can pull it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, as, as we're doing that, you know, we, yeah, coach. Uh, yeah, as we're doing that, you know, as Mike's doing that, um, it is the tr- baseball trade deadline. Um, even just as Mike and I have been sitting here, uh, warming ourselves up in our podcast studios, um, trades have been happening. Uh, teams are getting better. <laughs> this just they, in... did they change the Twitter icon? Oh yes, change the name to X. Oh yes, I can't find it. It is on my X. iPad. All of a sudden. So what does it look like? Uh, it looks like this, like I just did. An so X. just the X? Yeah, it's a black, black X. Uh, o- old man on the porch having troubles there. Yeah. Um, anyway, this is the sloppiest beginning as we've had, <laughs> folks. Uh, uh well, you know, this is our 900th episode or whatever. But yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, lots of trade stuff going on. And this just in, the Yankees are not involved in any of them. Nope. Uh, we debated last week, what are they going to do? Are they going to trade? You know, are they going to sell? Are they going to buy? We said, well, they're not going to sell because they're, you know, close. 
mm-hmm. enough. And but instead, Mike, we're 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 not doing anything. And I think uh, our good friend Steve Gross uh, put it the best on Friday when he said Aaron Judge coming back was our big trade deadline acquisition. Yeah, I mean, there's still time, of course. The trade deadline has, we're still, now we're 23 hours left uh, before the trade deadline expires at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tomorrow. Um, But the struggle Uh, is real for the Yankees, that they're not, they just, and as we sit here, I think what the last one, oh, the last trade that you just mentioned, um, yeah, the Cubs, decide to be and the Cubs hurt the Yankees tremendously by playing well lately. And, you know, now becoming buyers. Yeah. Right. Cody Bellinger is not on the block. Um, Neither is his dad, Clay Bellinger. Um, Mm -hmm. And the Cubs go out and get, is it Heimer Candelario? I think that's exactly how I've heard it. Whether Um, that's right or not, you know, that's the Cubs go out and get him. And he, as an infielder, he was a guy that the Yankees were targeting potentially for third base. So the Cubs right. who, you know, a week, two weeks ago, everybody's like, well, they're selling now they're buying. Um, so not only is no Bellinger, no Stroman, no um, somebody out of the bullpen whose name I can't remember, um, but they're buying. Right. So they're taking people who are looking for. Um, so it's, it's addition by subtraction and subtraction, double subtraction. Yeah. Big integer math going on here. Yep. See, um, see what Mike did there. If you're not paying yeah. attention at home. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> it's summer. The brains are off. Buddy. So the Yankees do get judged back, but I got to take, I know I'm not going to go down another 10 minute rant of I'm sick of these players coming back, but not really being available. And I know judge wanted to play yesterday. Yep. No, you did. And you did that last week and the week before. Right. And it's yeah. so tone deaf though, for them to yeah. not play him, at least the DH yesterday. Yep. You want to get him off the field. Okay. I get that. Yep. I, I couldn't even prove that, yeah. you know, but to not DH him, I just, I, I don't against a division, you know, superior at this point. That yeah. just pulling away and, you know, right. the, after Saturday's – that here's why it's tone deaf. Because Saturday's yes. win was the blueprint mm-hmm. on how you win ball games in the 2023 Yankees. Yes. Judge goes three for four in a home run, and yep. everyone else takes a deep breath. And yeah. LeMahieu's ripping the ball down the left field line, and, you know, Rizzo's getting a hit. It's just, right, Stanton it, it, homers. It, you get everything that we wanted all year long. Exactly. Um, so, and then the pitching staff doesn't have to do what Garrett Cole and most of the bullpen did the night before on Friday, uh, right. and pitch their butts off and get a- exactly nothing out of the offense. Uh, yeah. and I, you know, Garrett Cole is going to win the American league Cy young and people are going to shake their heads if they haven't been paying attention, but he's been as advertised. And that was a big boy game. Of course, I like to see him go a little longer Sure, um, but, but always, Friday night in Baltimore, all the right. eyes are, you know, judges back and judge. I'll give you know, credit to the Baltimore crowd. They were live all three nights and they showed up um, and, you know, it's good for baseball. It really yeah. is. It, it, I don't know. I felt nostalgic, you know, yeah. not that I feel great about Baltimore, but anyway, 
Uh, no, no, no. I, I, Tom I, McCain like got beat on his best pitch, uh, you know, against a really good Major League Baseball player in Santander. So, you know, I, I don't even blame the bullpen or Canely for losing that game. It's the no. hitting. Yeah. Know, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't. You can't have a big game like that and not score any runs. I mean, you just so, can't. Let me just wrap up my my. Uh, oh yeah, sorry. Own, I, yeah, I've I've, I've contributed just, to your ten minutes. Yeah. So it's just tongue deaf by the organization and letting stats and analytics and the doctors um, make decisions that are more important than winning ballgames on the field. And that's where I had the problem with it, um, because you have to have the context of what's going on with the team. So yep. This is your captain. This is your stud. He wants to play. Feels great. You know, I don't know. I, I just. There's got to be a czar of common sense somewhere in the Yankees organization um, to say, wait a minute, boys, the rest of Monday in Tampa, you know, or, you know, I don't remember if we're at home or away. Yeah, we're at home. Yep. Home game. All right. So DH them on Monday or, you know, DH them back to back or whatever. Sure. But, you know, get them in the lineup. Yeah. Yeah, no, and it's it's like we talked about earlier. Uh, when in the ten season. equals twelve minutes. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. There's double um, math. Yep, yep. There's there's the math that nobody was paying attention to, anyways, um, <laughs> except Mike. Um, but that's exactly the point. We've hammered it home a couple of times this year with with big series, and you know, making some strange decisions. Uh, you know, and I guess, you know, you, you go this way and that way and people say, well, Boone, he sucks. Uh, Boone, then, you know, he doesn't make the decisions because it's coming down from above and blah, blah, blah. Well, somebody's making the decisions and somebody needs to be held accountable uh, because this is, as Mike said, right. tone deaf. And then, Mike, how much longer does the Luis Severino experiment go on? <sighs> Well, it's the a diminished guy, asset now. You can't trade him now. You're getting right. Right you now, you can't trade him. Bucket but, of balls back for him. But the guy is is awful. Now we're in another yeah. stretch where he's gone. Well, what four games now with five more five runs or more? He's done that. So twice Cortez this year. Comes back, who drops out? I mean, we all thought it would be Schmidt, but really, yeah. wouldn't you rather have Clark Schmidt right now in the last three four starts than Severino? Oh yeah. Well, and he's at least we, keeping you. You know, in the ball game, if you can slug a little, yeah, you know, he's not going to dominate. But you know, we get the the news that uh, today that Domingo Herman was doing one too many armpit farts. Uh, I'm joking there, uh, <laughs> and has armpit discomfort, oh. and is scratched from his start tonight. And they call up the burrito. Nice. So he deserves it. He deserves yeah. it. Yeah. His last so, start and a half were really nice. So, yeah, good. Yep. So, good. the burrito's coming back. But, yeah. I, I was hoping come... Debbie Garcia when you hesitated, but I was happy you said no, the burrito. No, but yeah. I think Debbie Garcia, you got you have to consider um, taking Sevy out of the starting rotation. Right. Either Debbie Garcia is an asset, and you now need to employ that asset because you have a diminished asset in Severino. Yeah. But, you know. That's not my in the pangs that read a lot of money. Yeah. Um, to put him in long relief or you know, which we, which yeah. he would be really good at actually. But right. And so they sent uh Marinaccio down. Uh, he did pitch good last night, but seven point three six ERA yeah. in July. 
So he's got to go back down and work on some things. He needs um, a rest too. I think I bet he just doesn't do anything for three days. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. So, you know, there's that going on, but at Severino, you know, comes out and I, I literally looked down at my phone and I, I, I was yeah. like, that's it. I'm done. It's, it's seven to nothing in the first freaking inning. Yeah. And, uh, Severino, you know, three and a third, 10 hits, nine, all nine runs, um, that he gives up. And then on top of the fact that the Yankees struck out a franchise record 18 times, uh, in the game Sunday night on ESPN. So, yeah, yeah, they lose two out of three. Mike and I said last week, you know, they need to go seven and three in these 10 games. Well, they've already lost two mm-hmm. games, right? And they've got three with and Tampa they, and four with Houston. So, we know that's not happening. It's just not, yeah. Now we're hoping for 500. Yeah, yeah. Now, First yeah, now, now we need, yeah, now we need four and three. You know, so. and and when you look at, you know, upcoming. So tonight, you know, Tyler Glasnow is pitching. Uh, Tuesday, it's Zach Eflin and Carlos Rodon, and then Wednesday, Mike is the big one: McClanahan and Cole, um, arguably the top two pitchers in the league this year. That's uh, right. Not not easy uh, pickings for a Yankees team that that can't seem to get anything together at all um you know and i think it's i think the other piece for me is tough is just the constant changes in the lineup like we don't have somebody who bats lead off it changes all the time you know it's been judge it's been rizzo it's been ikf it's been bader it's been volpe i mean literally just about everybody in the lineup i think i think orlando cabrera led off a few games too like it's literally been just about everybody I just retweeted on our X, 10X if you're with us. Yes, um, now we see it. The Clemson Big Ten yeah. uh, confirmation almost. And yeah. It's not 100%, but it's 99999. Mm. Well, you know, so, if you're following the Brown Tiger on Twitter, then you know what's going on. Uh, the spotted brown, the spoked brown tiger, whatever that is. No, no, it's the brown tiger. And um, FYI, not, but, but, Brandon Lau with the two-run home run in the first inning. Of so course. it's two-nothing Rays. The Yankees have Let's not the Yankees. come to that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Can, not, can we, what are they going to do with the trade deadline? Let's talk trade deadline, I guess, then. If, are they going to do anything? I really, at this point, the I mean, Angels on, are gone from sellers to buyers. So not only are they not getting Otani, which is – you know, arguably the unusual's best free agent or you know, trade deadline pickup is like we say for Judge. Yeah. Of keeping Otani, they get Randall Grichick and um, somebody CJ Cron. They picked up uh, uh, Giolito. Yeah, Giolito. So for that Angels, that's going for it. Um, Trout. Yeah. You know, I believe it's for, for is he up for the year? Uh, uh, I, there's still a possibility it. that he yeah. can come back. He's not been okay. ruled out. Okay. Um, but, um, so that, you know, the big splash of getting an Otani or a Soto seems to be gone for the Angels. Uh, Bellinger, as we talked about for the Cubs, not on the table. Um, the only, the one team that's selling everything, but the, uh, backstop is the St. Louis Cardinals. I think they've said almost everybody, but are not available. Um, 
for the yep. right price. So do you look at a gold Schmidt if you're really, really looking to make a one, you know, you had to make a decision on Rizzo tonight. Yeah. You know, is he hurt? Is he, you know, or is this diminished skills? Uh, I, I believe he's hurt. I honestly believe Yeah. Uh, he banged his spine hard and claims he feels fine, but I, I he's the kind of guy that would push through something. Yep. Or try well, it, to. It's very much like LeMahieu last year, right? Like he right, was battling, battling, yeah. battling, yeah. and then you know, come to find out, you know, oh, he's got he's got these injuries, and and this, this right. is challenging. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, Mike, I, a lot of the deals that we thought the Yankees were going to make are, you know, because of, like we've said, teams have played better or trades right. have already happened. Um, I think the only guy, um. It was one of the Cardinals outfielders, uh, Dylan, or I can't think of his last name, but there was, there's oh. a Cardinals, uh, outfielder, um, who's Devin fairly, Walker? uh, could be, okay. um, who was fairly young that, that said was a possibility oh, Carlson, Dylan Carlson. Yeah. Carlson. Thank you. Um, yeah. that he might be some, but. Dylan Carlson, does that strike fear into anybody's? No. 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 And so, uh, yeah. Well, let's jump off the Cardinals right there because it'll be a nice transition into the Rangers and the Mets. Uh, Cardinals send old friend uh, Jordan Montgomery and the reliever to the Rangers, who all of a sudden are stockpiling talent. And the Rangers, uh, the big splash, obviously, is is Max Scherzer from the Mets. Uh, So let's just look at it from the Rangers' point of view. Uh, what an addition if they can take Dunning out of the end of that rotation. Uh, and uh, now Evaldi did go on the 10 day IL today. Yes, uh, uh, he's got a forearm four strain, arm, which um, always makes me nervous because that's you know, uh, and as we know with Evaldi, that's a sign of bigger problems. Yep, and that's uh, his pitching arm too, is right, the right arm, correct? Correct. Um, yeah, I don't think he'd be out if his left arm hurt. Um, they'd be like, okay, cut it off. <laughs> we need you. <laughs> but anyway, maybe I, that's a little amputee humor here from the handicap. Oh, well, yeah, um, you're, you're entitled. Thank you. Thank you. Um, anyway, they're stockpiling, you know, a heck of a roster, even if Vivaldi doesn't come back. But if he does, that rotation is lights out. Um, and, you know, and – you know, I do believe Scherzer still has a little bit left in the tank. He's going to, oh, this yeah. is probably the last hurrah I've got. Now, how great is his age? Scherzer is getting $15 million essentially from three different teams to play baseball <laughs> for the next two months because the Nationals are still paying him. Sign the are still me paying him. up. Yeah. yeah. And now the I Rangers can't believe are my kid him. never learned to pitch. But anyway. Uh, oh, I mean, he did catch, you know, catcher is a catch. very important position and he could have, yeah. you he know, sucked. he sucked to catch. <laughs> okay. He was more uh, of a retriever, but he could hit. I was uh, trying to give Andrew yeah. some props here. Andrew, if you're oh, listening, I yeah. was supporting you. Your father was stomping on you. Yeah. He's used to that. Um, <laughs> some parenting techniques never go away Dave. generation oh, for generation mm. anyway anyways we are let's not devolve wow. in the chasm yes uh, um the rangers also the rangers get, are good the rangers um, are a problem they also get this stratton 
yeah. guy for the bullpen, but Mike, I look at his number. I'm like, all right, you know, 53 and two thirds innings, 59 strikeouts, but he's one and one with a 4.36 ERA. Right. It's, I don't know. That doesn't move the needle for me, but it's got to be an upgrade. It's got to be. Yeah. It. So I just interesting, you know, I think the other piece uh, is the Verlander uh, thing. You know, the Mets are still interested in, or are still accepting offers or listening to offers. Uh, right. I think one of the worst uh, things that I've heard is Justin Verlander to the Astros. Um, I think and, I heard and the second uh, worst one is Justin Verlander to the Orioles. Yeah, that seems more likely. I could even see him in Toronto. Um, I heard the Dodgers and the Astros have backed away a little uh, oh? from Verlander. But that was, you know, rumor. Just something I could, like, if I was a reporter, I wouldn't confirm that. But yeah. I'm not, so I'm speculation. <laughs> so um, I can do whatever I want because it's my podcast. Anyway. Yeah, so Verlander is kind of the other big piece. I mean, the Yankees. So let's are, look at the Mets. Let's, let's take this from a Mets perspective now. So clearly when they sold David Robertson, that was the signal. The white flag is up. And Max yep. Scherzer said, I don't play for, you know, people that surrender. I'm out of here. Find me yeah. somewhere. And they found him, you know, sweetheart of a deal. Um, yep. I'm not super familiar for what they got back, to be honest with you. So we'll see if it pays off. Uh, I don't think it was anybody major league ready that I remember. Um, or at least nobody's whose name grabbed my attention at the time. That being said, Dave, so one of the big stories coming into the season was, you know, Mets new sheriff in town, Steve Cohen. Uh, and he went out and got two future hall of famers to put it at the top of the lineup. But in typical Mets fashion, he's getting them two years, maybe three years too late uh, oh, to yeah. really long-term affect their uh, organization. And in the short term, it doesn't work out as we see with all of these big, spending owners and I, I think back to uh the washington at the time redskins when dan snyder took over and he put a fantasy team together and that's how we ended up with Deion sanders and bruce smith on the same team you know yep. in washington and all these names every name was like wow they got that guy and yeah. they were just uh philadelphia did it when uh mike vick called them an all-star team yep. the same thing uh just just mediocre um and, and that's what this Mets season um is and normally dave i'd be jumping up and down with joy but as a yankee fan i don't think we quite have that right i mean the only thing that has kept the bile right at my throat level for the yankee season is the mets being just a little bit worse yes and un yeah and under 500 so right. you know that's yeah. that's definitely that um, so uh, i guess i'm jumping yeah. up and down yeah, but no, what do you think of the Mets? So, what do they do going forward? I guess do they well, reload next year with the biggest free agents and try it all over again, or does Cohen learn his lesson? I don't know. I it, Steve Cohen seems like a smart guy. I would think he'd learn his lesson. You think? Um, you and, don't want to tell the billionaire what to do, Dave? Yeah, no. Um, and one of the things, and this this was a big name um, that the Mets got from the Rangers uh, was Luis Angel Acuna. Uh, the brother um, of oh, Ronald of Ronald Acuna. Um, and he's a, I mean, he's a top prospect. 
you know? So right. um, that was, that was good return for the Mets as far as that goes. Um, but still, I, 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 I'm with you. I, I, I don't think they're going to go out and go crazy. I guess the, really the, 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 the piece is that I think lays out what they do next year is do they trade Verlander? And are, do they end up trading him and having to pay him, you know, obviously part of this year, but do they end up paying him part of next year too? In which yeah. case, you know, then you're like, well, maybe we don't want to do that. You get him out of there, but you don't gain, you know, the financial flexibility that you might want. Not right. that um, billionaire Steve Cohen needs financial flexibility. Like you know, some of us do. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, but I think Verlander, I, I shouldn't say I don't know. I think what happens with Verlander goes a long way towards determining what they do moving forward. Uh, that being said, they also get Mark Canna uh, shipped off to my Milwaukee Brewers. Is that a big bat for the Brewers? Not huge, you know. It's it's not a Bellinger or somebody like that, but um, I I can see Canna flourishing in that uh, environment and in that lineup. You know, a solid contact. They're gonna play a different brand of baseball than the Mets. You know, that yeah. want hitting to hit home runs. I think he's more of a good gap hitter. Um, and so you know, I, the Brewers make a little bit of a move with their pitching. You know, they could be scary uh, in, in in a longer series where they can get a little extra rest and maybe use three starters. That could be really scary. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, I, time, I mean, so. you've been on the Brewers for a couple of years. They're definitely yeah. very talented, certainly on the pitching side. They also picked up Carlos Santana. Now I'm not sure, you know, if it's Carlos Santana from a few years ago, right. Um, He's bounced around a little since I, you know, I, I would yeah. be a little bit more excited there, but he's still a lot of times when these players switch, you know, switch teams all of a sudden, you know, pressure comes off lights turn back on and, and they go crazy. Right. Um, so, you know, we'll see, but you know, kudos to the brewers for making moves. Yeah. What are the yeah, Yankees absolutely. doing? Sit on their hands Nothing. with their, all right, I'm not going to go there. Um, uh, also making moves real quick. Looks like, uh, the diamondbacks decided to, um, get Pat and Seawald from the Mariners, And uh, I think that's a good pickup for them. And Paul Seawald, uh, his brother. Yeah. Both of them. Um, Paul Seawald, Paul Patton Seawald, uh, there you go, goes you know to the desert and uh, will eat up innings for them. And uh, it looks like they didn't give up a ton to to get him back. So, um, Mariners always making moves, and Diamondbacks kind of saying, you know, we're not going to go crazy, but we're going to you know try to make some fortifications here. And I think they're still looking for something in the bullpen. Um, what else? Josh Bell's um, now on the trading block. So the uh, I get to the Yankees saying, oh, Josh Bell's going to hit 9,000 home runs in Yankee Stadium and taking a flyer on him. I don't like it personally. I see you shaking your head. Yeah, no, nope. nope. But again, like uh, for me, the big splash, like I said last week, would be Clay Bellinger and right. also his son, Cody Bellinger. Now I've right. gone both directions on that one. <laughs> um, and but the Cubs. You know, you know it's four just, games it's, out of the division. Yeah. What, why not take a run at it? It's not you happening. Know? At least Dan Pat. Well, you know, you brought in Dan Swanson. You brought in Bellinger. He's paying off. You know, he's having a great season there. I doubt he's coming back, though. You know, yeah. he was on a one-year deal. 
So, you know, just get all you can out of them. Now, yeah. what, Dave, here's the maybe the last team we'll talk about until the trade deadline's over. I think the whole linchpin of a lot of division is what the Padres decide to do. Is Soto available? Is Blake Snell available? Um, is a, a Cronenworth available? Uh, you know, what? what is it they're actually going to do? If Blake, yeah, I said it last week, Blake Snell, uh, it looks like he was born to wear an Orioles uniform to me. Just a veteran leader, bend of the World Series, you know, can, can take the staff that next step, I think. Yeah. Um, makes sense to me, but, you know, uh, no GM. Uh, yeah, and the Padres are another team, you know, similar to the Cubs. They go in and and sweep the Rangers this past weekend, right? Um, and so now, you know, so 50, fifty-two and right. fifty-four, they're still under five hundred, but they're only five games back out of the wild card. So, right at this point, you know, for me. Uh, we've seen so much activity. I'd be shocked if we have these huge trades tomorrow. Okay. I, I I think the Padres are saying. Nope. I think Scherzer was the big one, and and everyone's gonna. You know, maybe I mean, get some... maybe Verlander, maybe later maybe. tonight. I mean, it's seven thirty. You know, it's yeah. still early, West Coast and everything else. But uh, to yeah. me, I, I think sure. we've seen the big activity. So I don't think San Diego's going to do anything. That's just my opinion. Okay. Last trade deadline thing at all. The big W, who the big W, uh, the man who's stacking W's this year, uh, Rob Manfred, with this trade deadline activity, with all of these teams now in the playoff contention, you would not have seen this two, three years ago. Um, all these teams, how many teams did we talk about that could be sellers, could be buyers, and we're 18 hours. 24 hours from the deadline mm-hmm. something like that less than 24 hours from the deadline. yeah um, i mean if you, if you include seattle it's 10 teams in the american league one two three right. four five so we didn't talk about uh we didn't talk about the marlins but um, yeah they made some minor moves right yeah yeah i mean yeah. you know the cubs the padres the mets and you're talking about more than half the league right right yeah so rob manfred it, it, Sign me Another up. W. Did you have you seen the attendance records? Uh, in in stadium attendance is up just about ten percent across the league. Wow! And it's all because of the the pitch clock. Uh, sure. I was, as you guys know, super skeptical going in. Still would like five second extension, but that's just me. Um, but how can I quibble at this point? It's been great no. for television actually it's hurt some of the um regional programming because the games are so short they're actually ending up with blocks of time to fill um mm. which is interesting as well but uh anyway manfred stocking stacking w's uh and not out there bragging about it too which i love so yeah yeah uh, you know but at some point uh, uh, you know he he should be yeah i mean he should be saying maybe not bragging but just saying Oh, we're really, gotta, really right, excited right. about how right. baseball has gone this year. And then, you know, he usually does a little state of the MLB before the playoffs start. So uh, right. we might be waiting till October to hear uh, from the big guy there in Major League Baseball. Um, 
Jason, Mike, let's do some power rankings. Why don't you walk us through a new format that uh, you came up with, which I, I wholeheartedly agree with. So uh, show us your vision, buddy. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we've been doing the power rankings and, you know, Mike and I go back and forth. Here's where I had my teams. Here's where Mike has his teams. And, you know, hey, that's all great and fine. But we thought, you know, we should just have one power ranking for Think Tank Sports. And, you know, so we're going to, we're going to debate here a little bit and, uh, you know, hopefully Mike and I disagree. It doesn't always happen. And we always go, Oh, it'd be nice if we disagreed once in a while. Um, but then we'll be able to put this out to all of you and say, Hey, here's our top 10 power rankings. What do you think? Do you agree? Do you disagree? Um, our tens of fans, we can put it out on Twitter and see what happens and put it out in the socials. So, uh, that's the thought here. So, We're just going to kind of go back and forth a little bit, which we normally do, but we're going to have to come to some decisions um, on the top 10 as far as the power rankings go. So that being said, these uh, bottom nominations, Dave, are going to be probably more hotly contested. The top pretty much falls into line after, you know, pick number five. But uh, so I nominate for the uh, 10th rank. Uh, in the first inaugural Think Tank Sports, we think, and you listen, uh, Major League, uh, I messed it up, Major League Baseball draft or power rankings, never mind. The Cincinnati Reds, as mediocre as that rambling sentence I just put together. Listen to this. So I just think this is interesting. Since May 25th, they're 34 and 10 when they don't play the Brewers. Problem is they're three and ten against the Brewers in that yes. stretch, so they're that's going to cost them. But you know, but there goes their playoffs. Yeah, and and that's uh, it. As we talked last week, that they're done with the Brewers. That's it. Thirteen right. games, they stunk. Right. So now, where mm. does that put them? They're still right now. They're a half game ahead in the Central. Um, 58 and 49. So, you know, nine games above 500. Uh, the run def- differential, Dave, is a uh, 30 plus three. Yeah. Uh, 3X if you're with us. Um, <laughs> hashtag big boy clothes. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, they're 28 and 26 at home, 30 and 23 on the road, which is a saving grace for sure. Um, so, I, I, I think, uh, you know, the Reds. Probably a playoff team in that central division, although I, I like the Brewers a lot, um, as you'll probably hear in a minute. Wow. Well, we're going to disagree right out of the gate. Uh, I have the Reds much higher than 10 um, based okay. on the fact that they are in first place and they just took two out of three in L.A., Mike, against the Dodgers. And okay. uh the Reds uh, playing well. Um, so how do you want to do this? Because I can be talked into putting them higher. I'm not married. Do you want me to make another nomination then? Or do you want to tell me who you thought? Yeah, you, let, let me, let me, uh, I, okay. yeah, let's. You're let's sick of hearing me talk. Got it. Yep. Pretty much. You had your 12 minutes and more than 10 and all yeah. that kind of fun stuff. I had the Miami Marlins, Mike, at 10. Okay. Uh, you know, 57 and 49, you know, starting to write the ship a little bit after a really, really poor out of the gate in the all-star break. They won two of three. Yeah. It was against the tigers. Um, 
but feeling a little bit better. They get David Robertson. Um, he comes in, makes the save yesterday. They have a huge, huge four game series starting tonight. Um, at home against the Phillies. Uh, I like the Marlins right now. Sandy Alcantara pitched a nice game over the weekend. So I have the Marlins, Mike, at 10. Okay. Uh, I had them at 11, so it would be natural for me to put them at 10. Um, All right. With the Reds up. One team I just want everyone to keep an eye on is that team that uh, I think might be on the come, Dave, is the Philadelphia Phillies. I don't have them any higher than these other teams, but uh, just wanted to put a bug in people's ear. Uh, Harper's getting more and more strength back as he gets further away from his Tommy John surgery. Uh, but he's clearly the leader of that team. And uh, if their young pitching holds up, Nola needs to bounce back. He's not been great yep. this year. And yep, it really sucked yesterday. Other than, you know, if he can bounce back at Harp, you know, just watch out. They, they, they have the guts of, of a winner. So, um, just wanted to say that. Yep. Uh, so um, we're at nine. Yeah. Yep. And I don't have the Phillies uh, in the top 10 either. Mike had right. them at nine last week uh, based off some good performances. Um, so we have agreed the Miami Marlins at nine. Mike, I have the Milwaukee Brewers at eight. Um, I'm sure you're going to throw fodder at me and try to uh, convince me otherwise, but they have lost three in a row. They're at negative 14 in the run differential. Uh, to me, I had to put them below, uh, the reds somewhere, even though it's just a half game difference, but just liking the way the reds are playing a little bit more than the brewers. So I had the brewers Mike at nine. No, you're right. Lately, they've not been great. And, um, I'm excited about their future, but you're right. The Reds deserve to be above them since they're ahead of them in the standings, technically. So can we Brewers at nine? Yep. Brewers at nine, I'll give you. But I, I got to insist that the Reds go at eight. I mean, how much higher can we put them? It is the Cincinnati Reds. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I will uh, acquiesce to that. I had them higher than eight. Really? Do we care um, to divulge? Where you uh, I had them curious? at six, Mike. Okay. Ahead of the All Dodgers. Right. Um, I guess anywhere in the top five would have been ludicrous speed. So yeah, uh, yeah, right. not yeah, not quite yeah. ludicrous speed, but we will settle uh right. with the Cincinnati Reds at eight. We do know um that the pitching staff for Cincinnati is still a bit of a struggle. Um as we go week to week, we see you know where they go. Um Last week, I had them at nine. Mike had them at 10. So now we move them up to eight. So, you know, they're they're making some progress there. Uh, what about seven for you, Mike? I have the Los Angeles Dodgers at seven. And I also uh, have the Dodgers at seven. Interesting. In um, just a quirky stat, Dave, Freddie Freeman's career high stolen bases in 12 years with the Braves was 10 in one season. He stole 13 in his first season last year with the Dodgers. And then uh, this season, he stole his 13th base on Sunday. He's really having a speed wow. surge here at the end of his career. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, you know, but again, let's, let's, you know, make yeah. sure that we're saying, you know, Hey, the rules got changed and they things are doing, right. yes, things are opened up, but even oh, he's for a smart s- base runner, but not known for speed. Yeah. 
Yeah. So that's definitely a rule change versus a Freddie Freeman finding the right. fountain of youth <laughs> and speed. I mean, if he's got that many, that Cunha could have a hundred. He could, you know. Yeah. Threaten Ricky maybe one day, but we'll see. I am the greatest of all time. <laughs> Today, I am the greatest. That really is humble. Ricky Henderson. Really? And really humble. And of course, uh, we've talked about this over the years on the podcast. Did it against the Yankees in Oakland. Pulls the base up. I am the greatest of all time. Can I give you my favorite Ricky Henderson story? Oh, Real absolutely. Quick. Okay. As long as it's so not he always talked long. in the third person, uh, and he's <laughs> sitting in the um, dugout in, when he's with the men, and he's talking to John Olderhood. And Ricky, Ricky used to play with somebody in in Seattle, that wore a helmet in the field. And John Olderhood's like, Ricky, that was me. He goes, No, Ricky never played with you. And he's like, Yeah, we played in Seattle for like three seasons. <laughs> he didn't remember. He remembered <laughs> someone played with a helmet. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Oh, I love Ricky Henderson. Oh, he's, Ricky. Is he uh, our generation Mickey Rivers? Because I believe Mickey Rivers was a similar type character in the 70s and 80s Yankees. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he, he could you know? be. Uh, Ricky and Henderson. then baseball lost his personality and now nobody's a character. You know? Yeah. We have very little of that. No, especially it's, in Yankee Island. But. Yes, it's uh, it's frowned upon. Mike, uh, I'm oh, gonna guess maybe you have Toronto at six. How did you know? Well, this is turning out to be anticlimactic. But <laughs> well, I mean, I have Toronto at eight. So when we flip flop with LA and Cincinnati, so tell me why you okay. have Toronto at six. Uh. I, I like the way that they're coming together. They did get a reliever. Can't remember his name. Um, and then Hunjin Ryu, he comes back this week or this week. But I was on his way back. As much as I can't stand him, they need him. Um, One, two, I, out of like three I, against the Angels this past weekend. Right. Uh, yeah, they're really hitting. Um, and you know, like I said, if they could land, why not take a shot at a Verlander? For if you're in Toronto, sure, you know, or Blake Snell, I guess you know mm-hmm. I can see that too if he's available. So if they, especially if they do something, I guess I, I just really like. Um, I think they're just going to be around a while, and uh, they're playing well. So, so That's the me. Toronto Blue Jays at six. Yep, I nominate the Tejas Rangers at five. Uh, Mike, I also had them at five. Um, okay. Certainly, they are playing well still with a massive run differential uh, season-wise, but they've lost three in a row. Uh, right. As we mentioned, they got swept by San Diego. Um, three in a row, and one of their best pitchers hurts us with an injury. Right, severe yep. injury history is hurt. I, yep. And so is the next best one, I guess. I forgot to ground, too. You know, yeah. Um, well, but they, you know, they, get, they get Scherzer. So, you know. right. Um, yep. So Texas Rangers at five. Um, I am in complete agreement there. Uh, and this was a tough one for me, but um, it's because of how the teams are playing. I had the Houston Astros, Mike, at four uh, as they won two out of three against Tampa, another team that is sliding um, the Astros, you know, get back, um, 
Jordan Alvarez and Jose Altuve on Friday. Uh, if you weren't following this, then Jordan Alvarez gets plunked uh, in the first inning after our friend Andrew Heaney gave up a three-run home run. Yes. Uh, and you know, this whole, Oh, Shocking. well, you know, he wasn't trying to hit him cause he was two outs and he's trying to get out of the inning, but yeah, it turned into a whole, whole big firestorm. Uh, yes. Fisticuffs. Just fisticuffs went yeah. on Ooh, like basically yeah. the whole game. Uh, you Don Alvarez hitting a big home run later. Uh, but the Astros, yeah. you know, they're getting healthy. They're, you know, playing better. So I had the Astros at four. I had the Rays at four, and that's probably not fair because of losing, you know, of beating the Astros two out of three this weekend. Or wait, who won this weekend? The Astros won two out of three. Right. The so Astros that's fair. You put so right, so right. So th- that's why I had the Rays. Because I did, I had them splitting hairs here, really. Uh, but I do feel overall the trajectory of the Rays is down. Um, and the Astros is up. And uh, so, you know, all the other points you made are, are excellent. I guess I feel I've always liked Justin Verlander, and it would be nostalgic for him to go back to Houston and end his career there. Um, ultimately, though, the Astros if they don't make another move are going to be right there to the end. And, and, and we might be all kidding ourselves and just heading for a Braves Astros world series. Um, and all the rest of this is prologue, but we'll see. That's why they play the games on the field. And it's a yep. lot of baseball still regular. Sure. Season. So anyway. Yeah. What uh, did I hear today? And look at this correctly. Yes. If the, if the playoffs started today, um, the Astros would be the five. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, that in itself is interesting, but who the heck wants to play the Astros in the first round, whether they have Verlander or not. Right. Um, and remember the Astros had a terrible start to the year uh, and were, you know, buried very early on and have weathered the storm, gotten healthy uh, and are playing well. So Mike, I'm guessing you had the Boy, they really miss lance mccullers jr uh, I, yeah i'm just spending a little more time because it's going to be you know orioles and braves right i mean that's <laughs> just the way it is yes um but yeah the astros really he, he really never has gotten healthy enough for him to be as good as his potential uh showed so uh that as that hole has really hurt them this year um, yeah and they haven't and, and um you know they've had a lot of other Injuries along the way in the staff, but uh, I think that's glaring right now. And they need to fill that. And Verlander would be a nice, nice nostalgic fit for that. But we'll see. Uh, <sighs> the Orioles showed us who they were this weekend, Dave. Um, they could pitch and, uh, and and stick with the Yankees there in the first game. Um, and they can hit. And they can hit and put it to us in the third game. Yeah. Uh, the place, like I said, was energetic. Uh, good for hot brian hyde i like him a lot i i, I want to find and, and brandon hyde too his yeah brother. him and his brother yeah both on the staff <laughs> um i want to find something to hate with them like yeah. oh santander you must be french i do not like you because you're french yeah but you he's been on the movie? team for a few years Wait, you know, can you name it... that? i do not like you because you're french i do not like the way you say french Yes, I can't remember what it's from, but um, uh, my giant, the uh, 
Billy Crystal movie with. Oh uh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. And um, you're the only Kevin one that Klein and Meg, Meg and Meg Ryan are yes on the plane together and having a conversation. Sneaky yes. good movie. Check it out. There it is. Another Don't movie. Holds up. Ringing movie endorsement. So yeah, I mean, do what do we want to say about the Orioles and Braves? Yeah, I mean, I I think you said about the Orioles um, and then the Braves, you know, they swept the Brewers this last weekend um, and just continue to be good. You know, the thing is, they still have, you know, they still have some of their best pitchers who've been out most of the year. They've got an 11 and a half, 11 and a half game lead in the division, Mike. Um, They are way out in front of everybody else, uh, you know, for them, I think it's just, can they keep themselves interested? Yeah. Get sharp for the Dodgers. For the last two months. You know, of the I, season. Mean, really, I mean, there's still two months of, left. Right. Right. Exactly. And it's not the old days where, you know, all these kids came up and, and get playing time now. Um, when, when uh, September first hits. Um, yeah. Yep, they've you switched couple, that around. Yeah, you get a couple of players, I think, now, but it used to right. be you, know, you could go to forty. Right? Yeah, right. So you couldn't get a seat in the dugouts, but yeah, and that's where you could pitch, change pitchers every pitch. But so, Dave, you had a whole podcast to ruminate. We verified it, marinate on it. Is the ACC dead? Who becomes the big dog in the ACC now, sports wise? I mean, who's got to carry the mantle? Virginia. Pittsburgh. Okay. I mean, I, you're just you're thinking overall or just in football. Over, somebody's got to lead from the front and go challenge these other super conferences now, um, and keep what talent's been leaking from the ACC into these other conferences. You got to stop that leak. I know it's a thumb in the dam. I get it, but at least it's a thumb's worth. Yeah, that's my I, you opinion. Know, I, I, so I, who's I mean, going to recruit that? Yeah, uh, you know, again, hill, you Virginia, know? Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, Duke is going to step up in football. Was that possible? And had a nice year last year. Yeah, I mean, they, they've had, you know, I some mean, ups and downs, certainly North Carolina. You know, they've yeah. had some some really True. good, some good yeah. quarterbacks and, and yeah. things to help, you know, balance some well, of that out. That's the but, thing with the transfer portal. There's always going to be quarterback talent now. Now you don't have an excuse not to ha- at least have a shot quarterback you know you yeah. can't go in with a with a, a green right you got freshman. a freshman yeah right so i mean i'd love to say it's syracuse but you know at basketball they'll be a little bit better um yeah. football yeah. Okay. wise you know they're 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 looking at like seven and six again and you know sure they could play well and win some games and that's just this year i think bigger picture you know, Schrader I, back at quarterback. Yep, Schrader's back. Yep, yep. Okay. They had the whole LaQuint Allen issue, uh, where he had assaulted uh, some right. students in December and got suspended, and then they reversed it. So now he's back at running back, and he's, you know, RB one as far as those go. Um, but long term, Mike, I'm not sure. But yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, obviously, well, the you know, ACC the conference is upon us. Right? Yeah. I mean, if those schools are going to the Big Ten, we know the SEC is bringing in Oklahoma and Texas. 
Yeah. yeah. Another tradition of yeah, Oklahoma and Texas are going yes. to the SEC. Yep. So, you know, it's 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 over. You know, if you again, if you thought it was ten years from now when we would have super conferences and really the NCAA itself will be obsolete. You know, the, how are they going to govern? What leverage, what power are they going to have over these super conferences that are going to have these mega, mega, mega exclusive rights media deals? Oh, it's running out. There's, only two, there's only two conferences worth watching. Can you imagine the battle for those contracts? Yeah. Numbers-wise? Well, and a yeah. lot of them, you know, as I remember, you know, in the last two years, a lot of them have signed deals, you know, right. big deals as it is. So now you get these other teams, are they going to want to, are they going to force, you know, ESPN and Fox to renegotiate to these more. contracts again? Yeah. Hey, we've got more teams. We, you know, right. we can show you games from all over the country. Right. Um, right. We've got more value and we want to be paid for it. Yeah. You know, and, and Colorado, you know, they say oh, yeah. oh, we're leaving the Pac-12 and going back to the Big 12. Um, you know, and you got Deion Sanders there now. I mean, there's just a lot of change going on there. I'm really um, curious to see how good his son really is. Like yep. he was decent at quarterback, you know, in admittedly inferior competitions, but still, uh, he was only decent. You know, he wasn't uh, you know, Deion Culpepper, uh, Dante Culpepper, Dante Culpepper too, or his yeah. brother Deion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of to brothers. keep the theme driving home. Yep, yep, driving uh, home the uh, brothers. The brothers episode. To do we just become brothers? <laughs> anyway, get us out of here, Dave. We're all talk Ooh, all night. Hopefully, you know that one. Yeah. So, uh, lots of storylines here in Major League Baseball. Obviously, some stuff in college football. The NBA is getting crazy. We're going to start getting into some football stuff. Uh, we got to talk to Stevie Covers and see if we can get him to pry loose from his busy schedule to start doing some uh some sessions with us once the football yeah, season put the starts. Drink reviews down and get back on yes back yes. to your roots buddy yep i'm sure you had a birthday we ignored doesn't mean yep, yep. you gotta hold against us yep. yeah we did ignore his birthday uh, mike said intentionally i i yeah, apologize I, I, saw it, but, I didn't care yeah. yep didn't mike didn't care i apologized so <laughs> Here at Think Tank Sports, we were divided on Stevie Cover's birthday. Uh, anyways, getting us out of here. Uh, we hope you like the baseball content. We're going to put the uh, power rankings out there for you all to digest uh, in a nice, easy visual format and tell us what you think. Did you like our debate or not? You think Mike's crazy? You think I'm losing my freaking mind, which is totally possible at this juncture as we inch towards old age uh, <laughs> mike's a little bit older so he's actually in old age i'm not quite there yet mm-hmm. um there's a shot yes shots fired there on think tank sports <laughs> and um the yankees and see what happens the trade deadline and you know now we're coming up to 22 hours uh left lots of things to talk about with baseball and the sports season uh, starting to kick back up with lots more to talk about, and we will be on top of it here at Think Tank Sports, where we think and you listen as we strive for five. Have a good night, everybody.